Hello, beautiful souls. In an effort to relieve some of the stress surrounding the coronavirus pandemic, I have decided to release the Soul Flow audiobook here on this podcast for free. There are 15 chapters in total, 17 if you count the introduction and closing thoughts, and a new chapter will be released daily starting Friday, March 20th, 2020 through Sunday, April 5th, 2020. Please enjoy this free audiobook, and if you'd like to support me and my work, consider leaving a review on Amazon or for this podcast, following me on social media. My Instagram handle is author Kristen Martin, posting about this book to social media, and sharing this podcast and my other resources, which you can find linked in the show notes with your friends and family. I am sending love and light to you all during this time. Enjoy the audiobook. Chapter 14, The Grace Mentality. This past weekend, I didn't touch my computer or phone. Not to toot my own horn, but this is a pretty big deal for someone whose business lives and thrives in the online space. And even when I'm not behind a camera for YouTube or setting up a flat lay for Instagram or answering client emails, I'm still behind a computer writing the pages for my next book. But not this past weekend. Just like I've needed fear detoxes in the past, I was in desperate need of a technological detox. So that's exactly what I did. I shoved my iPhone and Apple Watch in the drawer of my nightstand. I logged off both my laptop and my desktop computer. I shut the doors to my office. I hid the remotes to the TV so that they were out of sight. And then... I began my weekend. And you know what? Something incredible happened. Not once did I feel that nagging sense of guilt from my undone to-do list. Not once did I feel the need to consume. Not once did a judgmental thought cross my mind. It felt like Bali all over again. Just me and the universe in total harmony. You might be wondering what I did for two whole days without technology. The real question is, what didn't I do? I enjoyed slow mornings on my back patio with a cup of coffee. I meditated for longer than I ever have before without even realizing it. I took my dog Denali for two walks on each of those days. I read two books cover to cover. I tended to my garden planting new herbs and flowers in my backyard. I transformed what used to be my breakfast nook into a very zen, greenhouse-like space. I breathed life back into creative projects around the house that I hadn't touched in months. In a nutshell, I tapped into my soul flow. And it was all because of my grace mentality. Grace is such a beautiful word, isn't it? In looking up the definition, I wasn't surprised to read that, as a noun, it means simple elegance. But what I was even more captivated by was the definition of grace as a verb. To do honor or credit to someone or something by one's presence. In other words, to do honor to oneself by one's presence. Doesn't that just make your heart sing? 
I can honestly say that this was my most graceful weekend yet. I wasn't in a hurry. I wasn't pressured. I wasn't climbing up the never-ending mountain of more. I took a pause. A long, much-desired pause. I actually felt the damp soil as it slid between my fingers as I tended to my garden. I inhaled the sweet scent of a nearby rosebush as it started to bloom. I befriended a family of ducks on my walk and ran inside to find bread to feed them. I took my time curating a dinner recipe using only what I had in my pantry. I swung outside in my hammock for hours, reading without an endpoint, without an expected outcome. I think that's what grace is, for me at least, doing and being without having an outcome in mind. It's gladly and openly surrendering to the now, to this moment that will only happen once in your life, to do honor to yourself by your own presence. What a world this would be if we all showed ourselves a little grace. What a ripple effect it would have. Have you ever been in line at a Starbucks drive through where after pulling up to the window, credit card in hand, they tell you that the person ahead of you has already paid for your drink? Feels good, doesn't it? That kind of energy is so contagious, it has you wanting to do the same for the car behind you, no matter how big their order is. It's that pay-it-forward mentality, and damn, is it powerful. I remember asking the barista once how long that particular Friday's pay-it-forward had been going on for, and he said since 5 o'clock that morning. It was 8.30 when I'd pulled up. That's over three hours, and I don't doubt for one second that it went on for the rest of the day. Grace and kindness go hand in hand. When we show ourselves grace and kindness, it ripples outward. Let's say you go out of your way to hold the door for someone. Then that person returns a stranger's shopping cart to the corral. Then that person doesn't honk when someone cuts them off in traffic. Then that person gets home in time to enjoy dinner and tuck their kids into bed before leaving on another week-long business trip. All because you held the door open. The best part is that kindness is free. All you have to do is make a conscious decision to brighten someone else's day, no matter the size of the gesture. I've found that the smallest gestures tend to have the biggest impacts, like holding the door open, buying someone else's latte, leaving a few dollar bills in library books and putting them back on the shelves, complimenting a stranger on their outfit, cheering the kids on in your neighborhood as they whiz by in a race on their bikes, doing everything with love. When we show ourselves grace, we don't deprive ourselves of bread at dinner because we're on a diet. We don't stay up until two o'clock in the morning, frantically working on a project, then proceed to lose an entire night's worth of sleep. We don't freak out and yell at our kids when they accidentally spill the contents of their cereal bowls onto the floor. We don't gossip about another person because of some false rumor going around. We don't expend our energy in a negative way because grace reminds us that our energy is precious. It is sacred. 
Why are we so inclined to forget this? Why do we engage in activities that keep our soul flow trapped and buried beneath the surface? Why can't we show ourselves and others a bit more grace? I want you to try something called the graceful three to yourself, to loved ones, and to strangers. The next time you look in the mirror, I want you to say three things you love about yourself. The next time you see a family member or friend, I want you to tell them three reasons why you admire them or three reasons why you're grateful for that relationship. The next time you're out in a public place, I want you to make it a point to compliment three people you've never met. I encourage you to do this every single day for a week and see how it impacts you, how it makes you feel. We all seem to be on this quest for happiness, to live a joyful life we're wildly passionate about. What if the key to a better life is as simple as showing up for ourselves with grace, compassion, and kindness? What if the key to a fulfilling life is absolutely free? Now, wouldn't that be something? Reflection. How will you commit to showing yourself grace this week? How can you show kindness to others? If you don't know where to start, try the Grateful Three exercise mentioned in this chapter. Each day for a week, come back to this page and reflect on how it makes you feel. Challenge yourself to keep at it. Can you keep it going past a week? What about a month? Or two? Or three?